When one hears the word goblin, it may conjure up an image of a mischievous impolite creature with a penchant for trickery, a name evoked to keep small children in their beds at night. But what if I was to tell you there is another sort of goblin, one with a mouthful of sharp teeth and the dead black eyes of a shark, that they were once human like you or I, but twisted into their terrible forms by fell magic and sent with unwavering obedience to punish and devour those they once loved. The Knights of the Shed Actual Play Podcast presents Zweihander, Feast of Goblins. So you sort of occupy the rest of the day and night dawns. All right, I guess we head out. What's the order? Who's going to go? I'll, do, I'll be doing the survival checks. Okay, so we'll put Marsha for any camping. What were the other two? Scout. Uh, What's the skill for scout? Stealth. I can do that one as well if you like. Or you can have two people doing it, in which case you get a assist die. And the third task? Is guide, which requires navigation. Oh, yeah, I have that for it because I'm married. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that. I can do the guide part. Well, I can do stealth and this survival if someone wants to assist, assist me. Well, I can do survival. Just the one scout? Have you got stealth as well? No. You can't do both roles, can you? You can't both be the scout and the survival person. No, they need to be separate. Well, in that case, I'll do survival and you do the scouting. Because we can't do it the other way around. Oh, the survivalist won't matter because that's when you actually pitch camp and you can run around. So which one are you doing? Well, we don't need to do survival, do we? You probably won't. Because we're not camping. All right, I'll do stealth. So I'm not asking for any roles just oh, okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> well, well, I failed. I passed, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it changes when you travel at night in terms of difficulty. Yes, way easier. <laughs> is, yeah. there a, is there a road that we can take? Or Yes, there is a road. It's on do the map. we need to navigate then? We can just follow the road. Yeah. It makes it easier, yeah. You need to know which way to go up the road <laughs> or down it. <laughs> So I'm going to give you minus 10 because of the weather, but plus 20 because it's a road. Okay. For a total bonus of plus, plus 10. 10. That's for this, is for the it's navigation It's going to be harder check. to be spotted at night. That's just for the na- navigation. It is harder to be spotted at night, but it is a, almost a full moon. So there's a fair bit of light. So for diurnal creatures, it's going to be harder for them to spot you at night. But the rain will make it harder for them to spot you as well. So it's going to be harder for you to see things and for them to see you. So, uh, Bias, could you please make a roll? Oh, that's good. 21, so yeah, I succeeded navigating. Okay, you set a, a really good course. Um, <laughs> Can't be hard to walk down that. <laughs> so there are side, <laughs> side roads and so on that tend to vein, on, vein off. And in some parts, you know, there could be a fallen tree or something to, to go around and... But generally, yeah, you've got that bonus. So you make good progress into the night. Could you make another navigation roll? You're doing really well traveling through the night. Critical success, 44. Could you roll me a D10? Seven. Along the way, as you sort of round, um, round the corner, because of the way you've navigated, you've navigated sort of on 
the swampy ground and there were several tracks going off in all different directions. They all ended up in the same destination. But it seems like you've chosen a, a good one and as you sort of get through, you can see some of the other tracks being underwater uh, or it's really boggy. And you notice like a lantern off in the distance in the swamp. I point out there's a light over there. Is it on the road? No. It's off the road. Well, I, I don't think we should bother with it, should we? Well, we don't know what it is, though. It might be someone might need our help. Well, it, it could be any number of things. It could be somebody who wants to rob us. It could be a free lantern. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. See, we should check it out. It's, it's not really a free lantern if we have to go and walk through a bog to get it, is it? <laughs> Think about the value of your labour bias (laughs) I always undervalue my labour That's a good point Because it was a critical success of navigation You have the choice of evading this Or ambushing whatever it is up up ahead Provided you stealth well enough What do you want to do? This will be up to the scout to stealth it So I think it's your decision Do we want to ambush them or do we just want to evade them? Well evade means we won't get to find out what it is Ambush means we'll get to find out what it is. This looks like a lantern to me. Well, why would we want to know what it is? I think we just need to get Free the scold and not worry about this. I think evade. Evade's my vote. I'd prefer to evade. Evade. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm up for checking it out, but... Um, Doesn't matter. We're gonna, yeah, we're, we're going to need to... Yeah, so I guess we'll evade at this we'll point. evade, yeah. Okay, I continue to navigate on past the temptation of the free lantern. <laughs> You move on, leaving the mystery of the lantern behind. You can have another navigation check as you make your way through. Come upon a second lantern. Soon. 87, that'll be now. <laughs> Guess who comes up from behind us? Free lantern. <laughs> Could you make a, a scouting roll, please? I pass. 30, 34. Could you roll a D10? One. Okay. You sort of get held up a bit, and uh, again, the trail splits, and... You take what appears to be the trail, which was the, the lower, one was more elevated and one was lower, and it, at the time it seemed like that was the, the better way to take it. But as you're scouting ahead, you, you realise that there are there, there seem to be um, sort of four men loitering. Do they have a lantern? No, they don't. Which one of you men is free lantern? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to go back and go up to the top. You've way. spotted them. They haven't seen you yet. Yeah, I think we need to stay, get, come back and go up to the top um, path and sneak up on them and ambush them maybe. Do they look like they're all waiting to ambush or? They've got bows and clubs. Okay. They're there for mischief. So. so they're on the lower road. They're on the higher road. We're no, on the on lower the road. Oh, okay. We can't drop on them like drop bears. Mm. The, the rain starts to uh, ease off a fair bit. Um, for those of you with heavy cloaks, you're fine, or, or mantles. But for those of you with lighter cloaks, yeah, it's, yeah, you're getting wet and cold. I also have a warm vest on. <laughs> and layers of fat. And, yes, some, some blubber. Yeah, but, you know, it's still wet and there's chafing to consider. You're starting to get uncomfortable. It's all right. The cod piece already chafes. On what? On the brigadine. No, no, no. but what, what part of your thighs. body? On my thighs. <laughs> to get another navigation check as you proceed. 98. <laughs> Is that another stealth check for me? Mm-hmm. 19. You hear the, the howling of wolves. You hear one in a, in a uh, valley 
and another coal and then another one closer and as you sort of travel you kind of maybe this um, starts interfering a bit in the navigation but a few mistakes were made and you can hear these wolves the coals coming together and coming closer but because of your scouting you're able to work out which path through the through the woods and so on to kind of keep them at bay so to speak um, you eventually come back on to find the road again this is a field and it kind of spreads out and back when bias was navigating the the trails were going all across this huge field in all different directions making it really difficult but you find the road again and you um you see a light up ahead and a structure is it free latin under, under the moon and you know when it peeks out from the clouds the rain clouds it's a uh, dwelling and uh like a single candle burning at the window. Big dwelling or a small dwelling? Cottage. Cottage, okay. Uh, it seems to be a bit of a, this, this is farmland. Stop or keep going? We should probably check it out, shouldn't we? Is this not just somebody's house that yeah, we're walking past? What, what do you want to do when we get there? Just barge in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've been walking for hours, can't we rest? <laughs> they might have ice cream. We don't need to rest <laughs> in someone's house. <laughs> the road goes past the... The house, we keep going. the homestead, and you can. You want to just follow the road, or do you want to circumvent the house? Follow the road. As you go past the house, you can hear sobbing. Go past the house. We should probably check if the sobbing is okay. We go past the house. I bang on the door. <laughs> Bloody kids! God damn kids! <laughs> <laughs> There's barking of dogs, and you know that sort of thing. And See, they got dogs. I'll go with him. Do you need to be invited in? <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> You'll find out in a minute. Yeah. Make a for people who are sort of um, you know, checking out this scene. Make a hard awareness check. Is that minus ten or minus twenty? Yeah, those sort of walking walking along the road to the house. Uh, I failed. I failed by two. Yeah, me too. I succeeded. This is just the people walking on, isn't it? No, walking towards the house. Right? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's a fail. He's a critical failure. I got a hundred. You are so intent on getting to the door. <laughs> Was that a hundred? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Rafe, in his in young helmet's um enthusiasm to get to the door, you see him sort of run through a patch of earth, but it it's unlike the rest. It's sort of about I guess uh five. Five and a half feet long and probably about three feet wide. And you notice his, uh, you know, shoes sink into the mud. The, the, the earth there has been turned, and there's like some bushes and um, foliage that have sort of been ripped out into the side. And uh, you know, maybe like a um a grave. Oh, I don't know. It's up to a grave to the side. Oh wait, no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> and, and then he's he's at the door. Um, none the wiser. Oh, hang on. What did I run through? Sorry, I thought I was sinking right into it. No, no, you just sort of splotched through it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Bang, bang, bang on the door. I'm going to stop before I reach whatever he ran through. And I try and tell the others to, to stop before they get there. Can I go around it and then follow Helmet to the door? Uh, he, it was almost by luck, you know, he just happened to okay. be, make a beeline. Uh, you made a different beeline, you didn't go through it at all. Um, so you knock on the, the door and uh, uh, the, the sobbing between sobs. Who is it at this hour of the night? If you're, uh, are you friend or foe? Friend, I think. Foe. We're just travellers. At least you have the voice of a man. Uh, thank you. Boy. 
the slit on the door, like the eye view slit, kind of opens, and she's there's a sees a, a shorter lady, sort of looking through, and who are you? What do you want? Um, to trouble a grieving woman at this hour? Well, we're just travellers on the road to um scold. I was just wondering if we could come in and rest, and it sounded like you were upset and perhaps wanted some company. Why are we letting a child do all our talking? As I got to the door. <laughs> hold up, well, hold up. You look to be a... You know, you're not a man, you're, you're a younger lad. He's a baby. It's all right, man. <laughs> we'll be leaving now. He's just got overexcited. Oh, oh there's more of you. He's, he's just excited. He's the tired child. We'll keep going. <laughs> How many of you are there? Just exactly. leave you to your I'm grieving. Tired. I want to rest here. Oh, the poor boy. Look, she, she unlatches the door. Give him another lolly. I'm not at the door. I'm is back anything away. We can, sorry. Is there anything we can do for you to help your suffering? Maybe, maybe, but you should get out of this weather. Who travels at night in this weather? No, Travelling the roads that no sane man would travel at night. It's much better to travel at night. Have you not heard the wolves? Are there wolves about? Yes, there are. We managed to avoid them and the bandits. Look, look come in, come in. It's too dangerous to be And some there. guy named Free Lantern. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Keeping an eye out for his brother, Free Discount Land. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, come in, come inside. Um... And and take your boots off, just here. She um unlatches the door and um she's pointing a, a, a blunderbuss at you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. And then uh, realizes what she's doing and puts it down. No, never mind that. Sorry. Uh, this could have. She kind of um last could have been bad if you if I suddenly had a panic or you gave me a scare. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing that didn't happen. Okay, I'll, I'll go in and kick my boots off. She says, "Well, where where are you? You're traveling from Harmonia." Yes, yeah. To scold. To scold. Oh, in the night? Not yeah, his budget. idea. <laughs> the best time to travel. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. Not in, around these parts. Um, is, it, is that... So is uh, all of you inside or is... Uh, no, Ray's still outside. Oh, she, she busies herself making tea uh, for you all. And even though, um, you know, at this unexpected occasion has managed to... She's, I guess... Strengthen her and that she's got, she has to compose herself in front of company. And uh, she introduces herself as Maria. And um, she has a son and a daughter. And you can kind of see them peeking behind the, the curtains of the, of the or they, they sort of come to the stair and look down and look at you. And that's Frantosh and Jelena. And the, uh, her husband is Ontosh. Was. Hmm? Was. Well, let's find out. We did say she was a grieving widow. Hmm. Well, you don't know. Well, she hasn't revealed that to her yet. You, she's not comfortable necessarily talking to you about that. Well, she called herself a grieving widow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can ask her about it. Is that your husband's grave out there? <laughs> she um, she seems a bit shocked by your bluntness. She mutters something about elephants in the room, and um, then she loses her composure, and uh, her shoulders hang. And the, the kettle starts boiling, whistling, but um, she doesn't hear it. And she, she, she has a, a turn and um, sobs for a little while and then realises, you know, something comes into consciousness and she, she, she takes the kettle off the stove and um, she sort of puts her hand up. She's not quite ready to talk. She says, uh, my husband, um, he is also upstairs in bed. He is... He is Broken his leg, 
and uh, it's just the burden has been on me to to look look after the homestead. And she then goes into her story. But meanwhile, outside, Rafe, the howls of the wolves are getting louder, and perhaps four hundred feet away, you can start seeing some dark shapes slip amongst the shadows. I I go up to the house. I don't go inside though. From your vantage point, then you know, these uh, a pack of wolves, um, three wolves, mm. sort of p- pound up and uh, see you and growl and then start sort of circling the house and not where you are, but occasionally one might sort of leap up onto the near the window sill and and look in and bark or or growl and um, they'd start doing laps around the farmstead and round to the barn and. Uh, giving you, a, a, I guess, a, they're a bit suspicious of you. They don't know what to make of you at the moment, but they keep the distance. Do these seem like normal wolves? I mean, I, I would have travelled at night and in various places and probably seen wolves. They are, but they're usually not so bold. And they don't look, um, if, if they were really malnourished or anything, then maybe they would be this daring, but these look quite healthy. Is uh, Frida inside? Um... No, she can stay outside, I guess. No, she'd be invited in. She's invited in. I, mean, I can't really. She'd, it's up to she'd you. She'd have had to have gone in. I can't, couldn't, wouldn't have left her outside if she was allowed in. But can I hear? Is she reacting from inside the house to the fact that there are wolves, like, looking in the window? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess uh, for those inside, she, her conversation, you hear her stop talking when that wolf goes up to the window windowsill and kind of barks and growls. I don't know if wolves bark. don't think they do. Growls and uh, you see her tremble in fear and she just points, you know, waving her finger pointing. It, it's, it's them them damn curs. We've been plagued every night. They, every sound they make, it just feels like evil now. They, they just won't leave us alone. My my, and then she just all comes out in a, like a, a a torrent about how her husband he he'd gone out into the dark um because he he'd left a, a lantern in the barn and went to put it out and on his way back they were harassing us and he fell and he broke his leg we've heard big wolves scraping at the door um and then eventually my oldest son Joshua. He he went out with the blunderbuss to put an end to these wolves, and um, we we asked him to stop, but he didn't listen. And and then she just has a long fit of tears. She she sort of calm calms again and continues her story. And then seven minutes later, we heard the the boom of of the blunderbuss, and then a second of silence, and then we heard a dreadful howling and a horrible scream. And the next morning, we went out to find the body. But it, it had been torn apart as if by some savage beast. And uh, I, I, it's up to me to protect everyone until my husband heals. Uh, we don't, I just don't know what to do. I don't know how much longer I can go on. It is, it is trying. We might need to move. We might need to leave in the morning. What time of night is it now? It is, let's say it'd be like an hour before dawn. There are any wolves. We can deal with them. Dealt with a wolf man. Exactly. Mm, are they just wolves though? Let's find out. I'll um go up to a window, I suppose. And open her up and shoot one. Alright, roll to roll to hit. That would be a miss. 
somehow. <laughs> yeah, the wolf dances aside and, and uh, slinks back into the darkness, making it harder to see. The other ones prowl away from that window. We've got Clotilde with you. Yep. She, she does not like this. How do they respond to her given she's really big and could crush them pretty easily? Yeah. They, 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 they kind of size, they're wary, but they're sizing her up. Okay. Well, I take out my gun. I'm going to point it at one and see if there's any reaction. Mmm. It, um, there is a, there is a, there is a wariness there. It, it kind of growls and bears its teeth at you when you kind of, that sort of threatening. Yeah. I'm waiting to see if it does anything. No, they're just, they're, they're just uh, circling you guys. One pat off and go to the barn and then return and howl, growl. Well, I, just, I just keep watching them, mm. keeping an eye on them. If anyone, if they get near me, okay. get ready to shoot. Yep. You, um, you have your standoff. They don't approach. They, mm. uh, they, they keep their distance. They don't know what to make of you. Meanwhile, inside, uh, Maria is, is, is there, is there something you can do to help me? I'm trying. What could we do? Tell us what you uh, need. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, um. Well, I don't have much to offer. I can cook you a splendid meal. But uh, what do you actually need help with? Getting rid of these wolves. But the thing is, I think there's something bigger out there driving those wolves. Yeah, we're trying to deal with that in Scald. Hopefully we will and that will help you as well. Mm. Will the wolves clear off in the morning? Yes, they will not be here in the morning. And how close are we to the town? Scald would be an hour or two. Yeah, should we just wait it out? And then travel the early morning. You're going to go in the morning? Yeah, early morning, like first thing. To the scald? Yeah. You're not going to stay? Stay where? Yeah. We're going to stay until the morning, once the wolves go. But what about tomorrow night? Well, they can't get in the house, can they? No, no, but their barking and their harassment, we, we cannot rest. Set some traps, poison some bait. We don't, I don't have any poison, do you? We'll deal with the, the wolves, but we have to go to Skull to do it. And if we just, like, these won't more wolves come if you there's just wolves at the moment. Will more come? We don't know that. Surely we could take these ones out. How many are there here? Do we even know? I'll poke my head out the door and check on, on Rafe. Yeah, there's uh, a couple of wolves sort of circling him and Clotilde at a distance. He's got his gun out, pointing, trailing them. They, they're not acting any more hostile, like advancing or anything. I'm going to pull out my shepherd's sling and fire a rock at one of them. And it hits. Hey, roll your damage. Does it get a dodge roll? Uh, yeah. Spends an action point to try to dodge, and you miss it by a couple of inches as it jumps out of the way. Get, get out of here, you rangy mutt. And it stands back and growls at you. Like rather intently, wave my wave my bowl, rolling pin at it. <laughs> Come on, then. Yeah, they they continue to circle and bark and howl, and uh, they all just start making this raucous of a noise. It's so hard to sleep. Let's put them in, Tom. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you know. you're the one with the bow. Okay. I'll shoot at one. Open the door, I'll step out, stuff it, I'll wade right in. Someone's got to do something. 
That is a four. It um tries to dodge out of the way. And does so. Anyone else is gonna wade in, so we're just gonna have to stay out here for the night. Bring bring that big old blunderbuss out. I can't use this. Does Rafe know how to use blunderbuss? Uh yes. <laughs> is he willing to shoot it? Yeah, if you bring the blunderbuss. Gonna bring the blunderbuss. We can wait till one gets close and open up on it. There's uh, one sort of creeps in. Uh, that's a hit. That's an eight. An eight. You um, you blast it with the blunderbuss and nails and bits of ceramic, and a blast goes towards the the wolf. It can't dodge it. It's nope. a gunpowder yep. weapon. Yep. And it has a cone template. I don't know if anything else is. No, they've spread out. It's the one. So you can do your damage. Fifteen. Fifteen. It's um. It uh runs off. Howling in pain, um, you seem to have uh, scored a, a bit of a hit on its rump. Uh, it's sort of running with one, one leg sort of off the ground. So that was eight points of damage? Ten. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, no, it's uh, moderately wounded and it, it runs off. The other ones are back away and they, they leave. All is quiet. I'll hand the blunderbuss back. Yeah, so you're you're met with that. Clap, come on, come on, come in. I, I, I'll stay outside with my horse, thank you. You can put it in the barn if you want to. It doesn't seem very safe, truth be told. They they haven't they they can't get into the barn, or the wolves can't. All, all right then. Up to you. Up I'll to you. Make um, sure it's safe first. It's rather lovely having a guardian on our door. Brave will just stay there with Clotilda. Okay. So all's quiet. Uh, she she starts. Cr- Making breakfast, a hearty farm breakfast, and uh, lots of various chutneys and pickled beets, borscht soup, and um, everything seems to be going really well. The the sound it's got that sort of morning sound, the morning approaching sound. The, the the fire that's been going all night sort of picks up and is burning with an extra brightness. And um, you're all welcome to eat. Would you like to? Yeah. Yeah. Will you be taking your breakfast on the balcony? Yes. So I bring out a tray for you, and in the distance you can hear a, a rooster calling out, heralding the morning. And then, Rafe, um, you hear the howling again, and um, two wolves sort of dash out round from, from the side of the barn and snarl at you. 